like I've said, it is great to have with us Pastor Sister Marcelli. They uh, connected with us 15 years ago, a little over 15 years ago, in Hammond, Louisiana, in the weirdest possible way, and uh, God put us together. And we moved uh, 15 years ago to Covington from Baltimore, and Pastor was having a surgery that ended up damaging him, and we were already damaged ourselves, and so we just tried to heal up together and uh, just had a fast bond and like I said, he's had a voice in our life and in the life of this church. And I want to invite Brother Marcelli to come up. He's going to be speaking. Sister Donna's going to speak. I don't know how he's going to do that. But I want him to come and make himself uh, at home because he is at home. Brother Marcelli, pastors, he's the bishop of the, I don't even know what you call your network. What do you call your network? The Pentecostals of Lee Road, Pentecostals of... The Pentecostals.org, Pentecostals of Mandeville, Inc. Let me just tell you something. There's about five churches that they, they are over and oversee. And, uh, and I'll say this. Uh, Brother Marcelli had that surgery that, that hurt him. But he's done more in the last 15 years from a chair than anybody I think that I've known that's done something without the difficulties he's had to overcome with the help of God and with the help of a great wife. And so, Brother Marcelli, I love you. Make yourself at home. I love you, D-Man. Let's give Guitar Man a good hand right here. That's keyboard man today. He can make you laugh. He can make you cry. He's a guitar man. Y'all love Pastor Donovan? Do y'all love him like I love him? Come on. Y'all don't love him. Come on. Give him some love. This is a man right here. The I, I nicknamed him Guitar Man years ago. I can call him that, but you probably can't. I, he, he is in my phone as Guitar Man. And uh, when I was in, I went in for a simple thoracic back surgery 15 years ago, April 22nd of this year, Mark, 15 years, that my life was ever changed by the scalpel of a surgeon, but my back was totally messed up. T10, T11 disc was herniated very bad, more than the MRI showed, and they had complications, and I've had 10 back surgeries on my back area since. So I'm probably one of the most scarred guys in this room this morning. My back looks like a road map. But Don, Pastor Donovan uh, would come up to... Uh, my hotel room there on the ninth floor of Oshner on Jefferson, I called it my high-dollar hotel room that I stayed in for 90 days. And Pastor Donovan would come up with a guitar on his back, and uh, and uh, I think it's that one's on the wall there and um, in his office. And so he would come up and play and sing and worship. And one day he decided to do communion. And so uh, the, the articles that of communion were very different that day. You know, he, he got some um, some um, some grape uh, some uh, white grape juice uh, out of the vending machine, and got some uh, vanilla cookies out of the vending machine, and that's all we could get. And he said the the Lord really spoke to him about doing communion. And one of my denominational uh, pastor friends was there to see me in the, the room that day and 
Pastor Donovan asked him, would it offend him by the articles that we were using? He said, the Holy Spirit talked to me. He said, he said, Pastor, whatever the Holy Spirit spoke to you to do, we're going to do it. We're going to execute it. So Pastor Donovan and my, my good Baptist pastor friend and myself, we had a crying communion time in that room that day. Do you remember that, Pastor? Man, and then we prayed and sang. And one night, about midnight, we was having such a wonderful time in room 969 and uh, overlooking the river. And, and we was just having such a wonderful time of praise and worship. And the, the uh, director of nursing came in, and she said, I know that y'all are enjoying your music real fine. She said, but unfortunately, the people up and down this hallway aren't. And she said, we're going to have to ask y'all to close your party down after the next song. She said, but however, I, we are enjoying it. We nurses are enjoying it because those that aren't griping have went to sleep. So anyway, uh, what, what a story, huh? I'm going to get my wife to come up here and testify. Give it up for the world's greatest lady of faith, my wife, Donna Marcelli. Her and I have been married 42 years, July the 6th. Of this year, we will celebrate 43 years of marriage. So, Donna, would you do what you do best, and let's talk. <laughs> we both have that gift. Um, the, best, the best thing I can describe um, today that I feel is anticipation. And you, you, couldn't, you couldn't ask for anything better. I had a, a friend one time that we, we were passing out prayer claws and... Um, so she, she said, well, you know, our minister doesn't, you know, do prayer for the sick or uh, anything like that. She said, um, I asked him why, because she had a need. And he said, well, we don't want to disappoint people. That really God doesn't do many miracles anymore like in the Bible days. So we don't really pray for people. We pray for the strength of the Lord to be with you because we don't want to disappoint people because it doesn't happen for everybody. That is so lame. I, I, I'm telling you, that, that is so lame. But that is the world that we live in today that is called Christianity. There's an Old Testament uh, setting where a king was in trouble. The prophet came to him and said, uh, you know, it's going to be okay. The Lord's going to do uh, great work for you. And uh, he said, and the Lord says, ask of him a sign, any sign, and he will do it. And this is what the king said. I don't want to weary the Lord. And God said to the prophet, you weary me. Because your attitude, that's my little verbiage. He said, I'll give you a sign. A virgin's going to bring forth a child. I just love that. I am telling you, God loves for his people to push the edges, to live out there where it's impossible for me, it's only possible for him. And I'm telling you, if we're not living out there where we're anticipating God to do something so great in our life, that it will blow our minds. It's not that I am able, it's that he's able. Then he's not happy. Because you know what? He is going to and fro on the earth, the scripture says, looking for a place to show himself mighty. I feel that spirit of anticipation here. Anything is possible. Everything is possible. 
And you know what? I'm out there asking for a sign. I want signs, wonders, and miracles. This is a miracle church. It was born in the fire. It was born in the wind. It was born with a big commotion that upset the city around them. And I look for no less in Prairieville. This is going to be the place where they're going to say, and what about that church? What's going on there? I want them to be asking questions about the crazy things that our creator is going to be doing. I love y'all very much. God bless you. Say it with me. Life Point Church. Jesus, people, mission. Turn to your neighbor and say, Life Point is all about Jesus, people, and mission. You know, this is a church that started in a, in, in a living room of a home. And now it's grown to this, and there's future things coming down the pike that's going to just blow your mind. And if you're a guest today, and this is not your regular church that you go to, let me just implore of you to make this your home church. You couldn't be among greater people that really care about you, that really love you. Uh, and we have some uh, people... I call Lee Rodians. That's the church that Don and I pastored for 35 years that we're now the bishop of that and three other churches. So four churches we're the bishop of. And so we celebrate our home folk and uh, glad to be with them today. Always glad to be with them. And if they don't worship God uh, strong, you tattle on them to me and I will send them a text. Amen. There's nothing like worshiping Jesus. I don't know about you, but when you get in the presence of the Lord like we feel today, there is nothing that is impossible. There's some of you that came here today and you feel like that your life is impossible. You feel like that there's some things that are impossible in your life and you, get, you have some anxiety surrounding you. And I, I'm just telling you right now, before you leave here today, God's going to take care, care of that anxiety. God is going to take care of that pain that is bothering you in your mind. And the peace of God that passes all understanding is going to flood your heart and fill your mind and take away those sleepless nights and, and take away you wringing your hands. God is just going to do some unbelievable things today. Not only today, but this power is available in your life 24-7. You, you can wake up in the middle of the night and breathe that name Jesus and he is there at the very utterance of his name. He is there. His angels watch over you. And, and I, I know I'm rambling a little bit before I get started preaching. But, and I try not to ever do this. But I'm just feeling so many things today in this house. I feel so at home here. And I just want you to know God Almighty robed himself in flesh to come walk among us. So he would understand and know what we go through with every day. And he ascended back to heaven after the resurrection. And he poured out the Holy Spirit. That's why we celebrate Pentecost Sunday, the sixth month, on the first Sunday of that sixth month every year. It's Pentecost Sunday. That's when Jesus Christ poured out of his spirit upon all flesh. And that's what, makes, that's what makes life worth living. It doesn't come in a pill bottle. It doesn't come in an injection in your veins. 
It doesn't come in the arms of another person that you don't belong to. Let me tell you, there's some ruined lives in this world, and there's some hurting people in this room. But before you leave here today, every song that we sung today, people sang it with passion and the power of God was filling this place. Father, I pray that as we enter into the word now, that you would take complete control of my mind and my tongue. And you would captivate every mind and every heart. And you would unite us as one so that we may hear your voice speak to us as a personal voice so that the issues that are in our life would become non-issues before we leave. And everyone said, in Jesus' name. One more time, could you clap your hands and praise God as you stand? <laughs> Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and give him a high five and say, I hope he don't preach long today. Lunch is waiting after we leave here, but we're not thinking about that now, although it's going to be good. ever had doing this Matthew 16 18 and then we're going to the book of Acts Matthew 16 18 upon this rock everybody say I will, I will. build my church all right and then he says but the gates of hell shall not what okay then let's go to Acts okay we're going to Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 and I'm not there in my Bible so I'm going to Read it off the screen with you. If you can put it back on the, can you put it on the back wall? If not, I can turn. Okay. Okay. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one set upon each of them. And they were all filled, say they were all filled, with the Holy Ghost. Say they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And begun to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And everyone said, in Jesus' name, and you may be seated. Now, these people turned that place into a party. After 10 days of of just, after just 10 days of, of having a prayer meeting and a praise meeting, the Lord poured out his spirit. Now, I want I, I, I stand here flat-footed today, but I will stop and say I sit here flat-footed, proclaiming that I am proud and I am happy and I'm excited to be a part of the most excited, powerful thing on planet Earth, and that's the church of the living God. There is no more exciting place to be than Life Point Church. I am glad to be a part of a church that's living, alive, and well. Now, tonight at 8 o'clock, at Tiger Stadium, at, at the box, they're going to be wearing gold. They're going for the championship of the regional. They're going to be yelling. They're going to be screaming. But I want to tell you that there's no more power there than is here. There's more power right here with about 125 people than there is with about 20,000 people at the box. 
You know why? Because this is about God and that's about man. Amen. So, it was planned before the foundation of the world. What was planned? The church was planned. It was born with wind and a fire. And let me tell you, that happened 2,000 years ago. But can I tell you, the church has never lost any power from 2,000 years ago to this day right here. I am so glad that God is still on the throne hearing and answering our prayers. Amen. And I am glad to say that when I was just a lad of a boy, 12 years old, on Hickory Hill at Tioga, Louisiana, you'll be sending some kids to camp this week. We have three weeks of camp starting. I'm the principal. If you're sending kids there, if they're bad, they'll come see me. So please tell all your babies and children to be good because I'm a bad principal. I may give them a Jolly Rancher before they walk out of my office. But when I was 12 years old, I got the Holy Ghost there. And I will never forget that night. And I can tell you, I am 62 years old today. And from that day to this day, I am just as excited now as I was then to be a part of a church that's apostolic and has got the power to change the force of nature, has got the power to change lives and turn your world from upside down to right side up. So I'm glad to be a part of this church. What church? The Church of Jesus Christ. You know, no matter which way this world around you is going, I want to give you encouragement today. This church is not going down. This church is going up. I was scanning the radio one night traveling. I was preaching. I've always loved to preach. I'd go anywhere and preach. All I had to do was call me. And, and I, I, all I ever wanted to do was, was preach. I used to tell my dad, I, I want to be a preacher just like you. And, and I told him that all of my life. And I want to be a preacher man like my daddy. And um, he's listening from heaven today. He died about a month ago. Uh, at 89 years old, still preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, I can remember, I can remember hearing uh, that old preacher, I stopped on a radio station, and I heard him say, I am not looking for the undertaker, but I'm looking for the upper taker. And then I added another line to it. I am not looking for a funeral but I'm looking for a wedding. We're going to have a wedding in the sky to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you what, the world is full of trouble, and it looks bad every day. But let me tell you, when you got the Lord, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. When you got Jesus Christ, it don't matter what's going on around you. The Lord can tame everything and make it lie down at your feet. Every bad thing in your life, God's got an answer for it. And so I'm so excited today that we are a part of the greatest movement in the world, and that is the church of Jesus Christ. And you know, sometimes in adversity, we forget just how powerful the church is. Sometimes, you know, 
we think, oh, I've just got so much trouble. Don't nobody love me. Nobody cares. Some days you just don't want to get out of bed. You just don't want to face the world. And, you know, I, 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 I wonder at people what they can invent next and what they can get into next. And I, li I look at some people's lives on social media, and I, I really wonder, really, man, there, there, there's some people got some problems in this world. There's people got some problems in this world. But whatever problem you got, the Lord, Jesus Christ, is all you need. And sometimes we that have the Lord, our lives can be filled with adversity to where we forget how powerful the church is. And so pastor stands up here and says, we got this coming up, don't miss. We got this coming up. And, and, and when, whenever he came up here and made announcements day, Brother uh, Brendan came up here and made announcements day, he did it with excitement like these are the greatest things going on. You ought to be here at those things. You ought to be here at those things. You know why? Because whatever's wrong in your life, when you get here, it's, God's going to take care of it. You know why? Because he was excited about it. If he's excited about it, I'm going to get excited about it too. You know why? Because I don't want my troubles taking me down. I want God to lift me up higher. So I am telling you today, this church is not a club. It's not a business. It's not an organization. It's not a vacation spot. Those things are here today and gone tomorrow. But let me tell you about the church. Wow, I said the church. The church of the living God is built on the rock, and that rock is Jesus Christ, and there's no other truer words ever written. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So devil, talk to this. Devil, talk to this. In my last 15 years, I've been in more doctor's offices than I care to talk about. And they told me I'd never walk again. I, I've got a walker, and I can walk with a walker. I just can't walk long distances. And I can shout real good from the waist up. I used to be a worshiper, and I don't understand people that's got two good legs. Don't get out there and juke and jive. Y'all see what Sister Lizzie does up there? And, and Sister Cassandra, I used to do that. I used to run, dance, all that. That's what I miss. But let me tell you something about the church. It's built on the rock. It ain't going nowhere, baby. Life Point is going to be here. You know why? Because we're not like other, every other church around here. We are different. We are built on this rock of Jesus Christ. Now, years ago, there was a singing group called the Singing Rambos. Dottie Rambo wrote a song years ago. I heard it when I was a kid. And I didn't know they still made Hammond B3 organs. Pastor was up there smoking it this morning. He was smoking other instruments too. But he was playing that organ up there. Dottie Rambo wrote a song in the 60s called The Church Triumphant. And I put it in my notes, and I'm going to read you the words. The reason why I'm going to read them because you don't want me singing. It goes like this. It's the old ship of Zion. It's the hope for the lost and the dying. It's a soul-saving station. It's a tower of salvation. It's a church triumphant, oh, Lord, and it's built by the hand of the Lord. It's built on a rock, 
It's got a firm foundation. It's been through the flood. It's been through the fire. But one of these days, the church is going to move up a little higher. Why? Because it's a church triumphant, oh, Lord, and it's built by the hand of the Lord. Last verse, it's been through the storm, but the wind couldn't turn it. It's been in the fire, but the fire couldn't burn it. Fed to the lions, but the lions couldn't eat it. Fought a lot of wars, but never been defeated. It's a church triumphant, oh, Lord, and it's built by the hand of the Lord. Give him a hand and shout yes. Come on, give him a hand and shout yes, Lord. Go you two Dottie Rambo after church. Not while I'm preaching, but after church. YouTuber and, and see if that don't get some shout on. I didn't do it justice by reading the words. But let me tell you what. You talk about having a bad day, just get you some good praise going on. And just remember one thing. Regardless of the world forecast, regardless of your job situation, Regardless of your health situation, regardless of your family situation or your financial portfolio, as long as Jesus is with you, everything is going to be all right. I said everything's going to be all right. You ain't got a job? Are you paying your tithe on what money you got coming in? Then God going to give you a job. Don't sweat it. Everything's going to be all right. Are you sick and taking medicine? Yeah. Well, everything's going to be all right because this morning you could get your healing touch. Is your financial portfolio shrinking down, down, down? I, my, 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 um, I have some family members that are close to me. They had, a, they had some issues that come up in their life. They had to get into their 401K and take most of it out. Don't know what they're going to do about retirement. But their, their answer to me was, I don't know what's going to happen, but the Lord's going to make everything all right. I can look you in the eye and tell you, I've been high and I've been low, but he's never forsaken me. He's never left me without. I've always had more than enough. God has always supplied my needs. He's always held my hand. And when I couldn't walk, he carried me. Power of an apostolic church. They tried to kill the apostolic church by stoning, by stoning a man of God. In the book of Acts, they publicly murdered Stephen and said, surely we'll shut the church down by killing one of their lead preachers, we're going to stone him in front of everybody. And that's going to take care of this Acts church. Let me tell you, remember this, friend. Man may kill the preacher, but God carries on the work. Man may kill the workman, but God carries on the work. When they kill Stephen... It didn't stop the church, brothers and sisters. It spread like wildfire. Woo. The death of Stephen was a crushing blow to the Acts church. 
They mourned and they cried, no doubt. There was fear. But they didn't go into hiding and stop preaching. They just kept doing what they always did. What did they always do? They had prayer and they had fasting. And they daily went from house to house preaching the gospel. Everywhere they went to break bread, they talked about the word of God. Everywhere they went, they talked about being filled with the Holy Ghost. Everywhere they went, they said, is there water so we can baptize you in Jesus' name for the remissions of your sins? Is there any time for prayer today? And they found a place to have a church service. And that's what they knew, and that's what they did. And that's what I like about the church of today. We still look for every house, every place. And I'm like Pastor Donovan. I believe that this church is at the right place. We are very visible. And you watch what's going to happen next. God is going to let this place be recognized. The Holy Ghost is going to do signs, wonders, and miracles through the hands of you people. And I implore you today, please don't let the troubles that surround your life weigh you down. Find a place of shut-in with God and go to that secret place and be rebaptized in power all over again. Get filled again with His Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Ghost today, at the end of this sermon, I'm going to give you a chance to walk down front and raise your hands and repent and ask God to fill you with his spirit because this is the greatest thing that could ever happen to anybody. And I am telling you today, when it happens to you, you're going to live the best life you've ever lived. And they tried to imprison the church. They arrested Paul and Silas. They put them in jail, not only in jail, but put them in an inner prison. But the Bible says at midnight, they sang praises and had a worship set. I want to envision, Brother Donovan, that that worship set that they had at midnight in that inner prison, I would like to say it was like that worship set we had today. I would like to say they were singing, Jesus is just all right with me. Jesus, you know, I had Pastor Donovan. He was at our church then working with us and when, when they first came back, and I had them to do that uh, on our platform one night. And at the end of that song, four people had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Really happened. And, and, and I would like to say that Paul and Silas, I don't know what they sang. I, it really doesn't matter. What matters was that they got in the Spirit. And when they got in the Spirit, they moved heaven. And Jesus was sitting on the throne. And when his foot made one tap, when that foot went up and it came down, there was an earthquake in a jail. One worship set touched heaven. It reached heaven, but it shook the earth and it opened the prison. I am telling you, one worship set from Life Point, an apostolic church, it can shake this area all around here. What's going on? I was in Columbia, Mississippi Friday night at Impact Conference. 
and Pastor Anthony Mangan was preaching. And my God, he was preaching on a subject kind of like what I'm preaching today. And my Lord, he was preaching and he was preaching and some more preaching. And he got to preaching so hard that the fire alarms went off. Now, there was some that said it was some kid that pulled the fire alarm for it to go off. But you know what? They never found that kid. But I'm going to tell you what I tweeted the next day. I was at Impact 17 last night, and Pastor Mangan was preaching, and the fire alarms went off, dot, dot, dot. What do you think? You know what I think? He was preaching about the Holy Ghost so hot that it set the fire alarms off. You say, no, it can't happen. Well, you know what happened on the day of Pentecost? You read it. There was fire, there was wind, and there was tongues. If it happened then, why can't it happen now? Come on, you got to believe this thing is more powerful than a fire alarm. This is the Holy Ghost and fire. John said, he that's coming after me is mightier than I. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. I believe Pastor Mangan preached the fire down and it set off the fire alarm. Believe what you want to. I'm a radical. If I'm dreaming, just let me keep dreaming. I know there's some practical thinkers. I'm not making fun of you. But I'm believing, I'm believing that God, my dad, when we were preaching in the old church, in the old days, I'm 62 years old. I've seen some things in my time in the church, and I have seen, I have, I have seen, and I have, I've seen a man come into the church, and they would say, we, 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 we heard some wind blowing. I have been to Ethiopia with brother, the late Billy Cole, and I have witnessed Thousands of people, 500,000 people plus under 10, and over 100,000 received the Holy Ghost. But when the Holy Ghost would fall, there would be a wind that would blow. Woo! From left to right, it would blow. And when it would blow, the temperature would fall 20 degrees. And then all of a sudden, people would start receiving the Holy Ghost. People would be, I saw the dead people raised. I see the blind people here. Healed. I've seen the deaf ears unstop. I am telling you, when the Holy Ghost falls, anything can happen. And get ready, Life Point. Your best days are yet to come. I said, Your best days are yet to come. I said, Your best hasn't come yet. We're getting there. We're going to get there. But when you get there, we're going to keep on going because there's another best to come. Your best. Is yet to come. So let me tell you, there is nothing. Everybody say nothing. Nothing can destroy the church. There are people who leave the church, but it can't destroy the church because it's born, because it's born through everything and it's been birthed through everything and it is still triumphant. And it's purchased by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And nothing can destroy the church. 
Nothing can destroy the church. I implore you today, don't let anything distract you or deter you from the mission of the church. Whatever pastor says, God said this, and you look at him like, what? I know sometimes y'all don't understand pastors. We're strange people. You know what makes us strange? Because God is our boss. And and this is our this is our blueprint right here. This is what we follow. And this book is what we this is what we preach. This is our blueprint. And the church is built by this blueprint right here. I'm sorry if the church is not built by this right here, then we've missed it. This is a radical book. Read this book from cover to cover. I challenge you. Go home and start reading the Gospels of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then jump into the book of Acts. If you've never read that, and read that radical book. Everywhere those guys went, they either had a revival or a riot, and sometimes both. And in Life Point Church, y'all are a radical bunch of people because you got a radical God and you got a radical pastor. So we can't help but be radical. I'm a radical guy. I like, I like singing songs like we sang this morning, and then I like singing songs like the old rugged cross. I like singing songs that touch God and that touch me. But I like songs that lift the spirit and lift the soul. I like to be reminded that there's something greater in this world than pain. I like to be reminded that there's something in this world greater than anxiety. I like, I like to be reminded that there's something in this world greater than abuse. There's so much abuse in our world, and there's so much trouble, and there's so much strife, but there's also a lot of peace. There's a lot of joy. There's a lot of love, but it's found in this black book I'm preaching from this morning. And Jesus said, I, this peace I give to you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Jesus is all about peace. And I am so far off of my notes right now, I am not even close. But I'm just trying to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit today. And I feel pulling at my strings. I can't get away from the message of peace this morning. I feel that there's some here struggling with anxiety but the God of peace is here today to fill your hearts and your minds with peace. There's not a drug you can take that can help it. You can't take enough Valium. You can't take enough things to help numb anxiety from your life. There's only one thing that can take care of that, and that's the love of God so rich and pure, so powerful and strong. There's nothing but the blood of Jesus can take care of of your anxiety and your hurts and your pains. And if if you haven't been born again of water and spirit, and I'm going to close, give me about five minutes. If you haven't been born of water and spirit, and you haven't received the Holy Ghost, today is Pentecost Sunday. It's the birthday of the church. It, it's the birthday of the church. We ought to have brought a birthday cake today. My mama was a radical person. She went to heaven almost a year ago. She's a radical lady. But every Christmas, 
mama would sing, Happy Birthday, Jesus. And on Pentecost Sunday, she'd sing Happy Birthday to the church. My mama lived at my house. We lived, we slept, we ate, we talked, brought Bible in church. At night, before we went to bed, my father would kneel at the end of the couch, and then all of us, according to our age, would kneel next to him, and my mother would be at the other end, and we'd have family prayer, and nobody got up from praying until mama and daddy quit talking in tongues. We'd be fighting and scratching and clawing, and mama would have a switch and a fly swat, and she could talk in tongues and whip us at the same time. She taught us that prayer can get the job done when nothing else can. I tell you, when Pastor Donovan was coming up to my room, 969 at Austin. He come almost every day. He came when the Lord told him to come. And when he would come, he'd sing the blues away. And I'd drift off and asleep that the meds they gave me couldn't make me sleep. I am telling you today is the birthday of the church. And if you're not born again of water and spirit, according to Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4, if you haven't yet received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, maybe you don't understand it, but when we all come to the altar, some altar counselors will help explain it to you. In less than, in less than one minute, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is just repent of your sins. What is repentance? Repentance is like I did this morning when I got up. And I had my devotion time with the Lord. I was sitting in the lobby of the hotel, Holiday Inn Express. I was sitting at by the window all the way at the end of the dining area there. And I had my Bible, and I said, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of everything that I've done. Forgive me of everything that I don't know that I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for everything that I've said wrong. Forgive me, Lord, of every evil thought I've had. Forgive me, Lord, of the sins of omission and commission. Forgive me, Lord. Wash me, Lord, by the blood of the Lamb. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew within me a right spirit. But just forgive me, Lord. I'm sorry for disappointing you. That's all repentance is. And then after you repent of your sins, you just raise your hands and you begin to say stuff like, I love you, Lord. I want the Holy Spirit. I don't really understand all I know about it, but I feel something in this church that I've never felt before. And, and Lord, if I'm just going to say hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. And the Bible says, as you begin to just say stuff like that, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for the promise of the Holy Ghost. If you would just yield yourself over to the Lord, just like you pull up to a yield sign, you just give your tongue over to the Lord. The Bible says that you begin to speak in an unknown tongue. Your tongue will begin to feel thick. One, one new convert told me, says, my tongue felt like it was too big for my mouth, and I tried to just close my mouth, and just all of a sudden, 
Somebody said, just turn that loose, and I did, and I began to say words I didn't know, and then I felt my face smiling, and I hadn't smiled in a long time. Friends, that was a convert receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's going to happen at this altar. That's as easy as you can make it. It's not hard. And when we come to the altar this morning, we're going to focus on prayer for the sick, prayer for the needy. But the main thing we want to focus on Pentecost Sunday today is we want to focus on you that don't have the Holy Spirit. 